0: It is now September 6th. And a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. Serena Williams basically most likely played her last US Open. Right now Coco Golf is playing her match right now trying to win the US Open. And we're winding down into that. The Yankees are now 5 games ahead in the AL East. Things are getting tight right now tonight, so double doubleheader tomorrow against the Minnesota Twins. Aaron Judge has 54 home runs. The pace is around 63-64, which would pass him for the AL record, but obviously would not get the record. Football is right upon us. Thursday, Buffalo Bills. Los Angeles Rams that kicks off the NFL season. And this will also kick off year four of our bets. If y'all know the history, the last three years, all of them, by one point or two, yours truly, has beaten James. And for a minute, there was a point where I was like, you know what? What is the point of this man? Every year we keep doing this thing. And I keep winning. But hey. I want to win more. And every year. James agrees. To put himself through this. And. When I was on the fence. He was like. I want to do it man. Come on. I was like. Alright. So who am I to deny. James. Losing. Yet. Another season. Last the first two were kind of, you know, tough. Last year, look, looking back through it, it was too easy. Just wasn't wasn't very hard. So this year it came up with some harder parameters, you know. And James got an idea, so we'll talk about that off the pod, and then we'll announce it next time we record. But here's year four. Let me kicking his ass. Um, tonight also. Another conversation to Twitter, the infamous, what will you give up for the ball? Will, will, will you give up something for the ball? Will you be a guy, will losers on Twitter try to make you feel like shit? Well, some guy, his name is Jordan, lives in Orlando, is a White Sox fan, bought tickets today, wore a jersey, caught, Red Sox top prospect, Tristan Casas, home run ball to, to right field. And he got something for the ball. He got something tied by Casas. Again, the And Rafael Devers. There was mixed reports about him holding the ball for hostage. It wasn't the case. That's just people trying to make the guy feel like shit. Listen. I'm here to tell you right now. Whoever you are. You paid money for the game. You went to the game. You caught the ball. Now... If you choose to give up the ball and ask for nothing, fine. If you choose to give the ball and get whatever they choose to give you, fine. Now, some say teams will not pay money to get the ball. And maybe that's true. Whether it is, it doesn't matter. What you ask for, you have the right to ask for. It's your ball. It may not be your ball in the sense of working hard for it and waiting all your life to get to that moment. Sure. But, you caught the ball. You can choose to ask for whatever you want. If you're okay with getting merch, that's your decision. If you're okay with getting tickets, that's your decision. If you're okay with holding onto the ball, if you don't get what you want, that's your decision. Also, every player is different. Every moment is different. So, the next big moment... If Judge hits 62 home runs. Whether that's. Now just understand this. People got to know this. Once Aaron Judge. Gets to 60. Or 59. Zach Campbell. Is going to be at every Yankee game. Okay. If you want to try to be the fan. Just and not let him get it. Fine. But if he gets it. And if he wants to ask for murder. He has the right to. If you get, now Judge and Costas are two very different things. If you get the 62 home run ball, please take that ball and go to worth it. You get whatever you want. So, before he makes his opening remarks, I'll, I'll give it up to James. What would you ask for if you're lucky enough to catch Aaron Judge's sixty-second home run ball?
1: Wow, you put me on the spot. I, you know, I never man, if I caught if I caught that from a Judge, there are probably two things I want. Cold hard cash like money. Like I'm talking like 50, 60, 70,000. Maybe higher. And then I want tickets, but not any tickets. I want sweets or legends. Or at least maybe 25 years.
0: What like if they say money. it's either money or tickets?
1: No, I want both and I'll just keep the ball then. Pop, 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 probably sell that, probably sell that bad boy on eBay to get more money.
0: Okay. What else would you ask for? No, I mean... Money and tickets is pretty much good. Or, and then, probably, if they're on third thing, at least get, like, maybe, like, photos with the the current players or
1: autographs, too. So, those are probably, like, another thing I'd ask for. But, you know, I'd keep it easy, you know. Like, that's probably the most selfish thing i will ask for, but I'm usually not a selfish person. But those are probably one of the three selfish things I would probably ask for.
0: If if I went straight selfish route, I'm saying, hey, you are the New York Yankees. You're worth over $6 billion. This is Aaron Judge. $7 most, billion to be exact. Most likely your franchise player. I'm immediately going four hundred k. My first shot, if anyone knows me, I'm all about the money. I want my money. 100000 even though he hasn't got the big big payday, that's literally nothing to Aaron Judge. And that's super nothing to the New York Yankees. I'm asking more and and, and, and that's probably even low bar. Someone would probably be willing to pay five hundred plus, maybe even a million plus for a Judges sixty second. So I'm underselling, but I'm trying to keep it realistic. And anything less than hundred K is clown. Now, if money's not on the table if the New York Yankees are not willing to give money, sweet season tickets for the rest of this season, plus postseason and all of twenty twenty three, including a twenty twenty three postseason run, right? If money's not on the table, that's one non negotiable. Because because not because now you're not giving me what I really want, so anything I ask for now is non negotiable. Second, I want Aaron Judge signed jersey, signed ball, signed cleat. Then, I want a signed jersey from Garrett Cole. Then, I want a full day in Stadium, clubhouse, on-field passes. And then. And this is just not including my suite, right? I'll, I'll take my suite seat after all this. Bat it batting practice with the team a full day with the team full day then I'm I'm just saying hey take a baseball and go get a out by some legends man give me the core four give me Mickey Rivers give me Goose Gossage give me give me any big name Yankee and that's it. And if and if they say none of that, okay, go back to my number one. But they're gonna give me all that. And and whether, when whether that's too much, I'll say, hey, listen, if you don't want to give me that, I'll take the baseball. Whether you guys authenticated it or not, everyone knows this is the sixty-second home run baseball. The whole world knows. Same, same thing when Albert hit said his, it was either 2,000th RBI or big home run in Detroit. And that guy kept the ball. It doesn't matter if it wasn't authenticated or not. Everyone knew what that ball was. You cannot say another baseball is that baseball. You it, it can't. You could try. You might be able to get away with it. But they're going to know. So I heard Zach Campbell asked for a lot for a Whoever catches it, whether it's Hample or not, it's it's 60-second run baseball. Now, even though it's not the record, it's the AL record. You get what you want. And for anyone, again, you bought the ticket, you get what you want. It doesn't make you bad for getting what you want. It doesn't make you bad for giving up for nothing. It makes you stupid giving it up for nothing. But it doesn't make you a fake fan. It doesn't make you more of a real fan. It's your 15 minutes of fame. You get what you want.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. Like, like no fan... Like, no one should be the fan place that you should ask for this and that. Whatever you get, and whatever you want to get, it should be up to you if you, if you are in that position. And, you know, I agree, and... I hope that whoever catches um, Aaron Judge's 62nd or 63rd home run, it's not Zach Hamill because we don't need Zach Campbell. I would hope it'd be like, you know, like a little kid, like a, like, like a, like a t- 11 to like a 10 or 9-year-old kid bring his glove and all of a sudden you catch it. Now some grown, grown-ass adult who's have like maybe five, six beers and like, hey, look at the home run ball. I got, yeah, man. It, it It'd be much cooler if they can't catch it, so that's that's just me and currently the Yankees...
0: hold are up, hold up real quick back. real quick up real real quick on the ball hugging thing. there's a video going around about a national player or whoever was trying to throw a ball to a bunch of girls that were softball teammates a guy ball hocked it that's wrong, but I'm here to tell you right now. If it's for Erringer the 6th second one, I don't give a fuck if you're a kid. I don't give a fuck if you're an elderly parent. You ball hawk that. Now, would it be nice if a little kid gets that baseball? Sure. But, you ball hawk that. It is, it is for big time high price memorabilia. It's not ball hawking for an autograph. It's not ball hawking for a foul ball. It's not for regular ball. This would not be an ordinary baseball. So, if someone steps in front of a kid for Judge's 60-second home run, it is not wrong. Now, may people on social media say it's fucked up? Sure. But this is going for big, hardcore money. You do whatever it takes to get that baseball. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like... Yankees are five are five games back. They they
1: are they are five games up. Sorry, five games up on the Rays, who are currently being the Boston Red Sox right now. So that's not good news for them because ball, you know Tampa Bay wins, they it goes back to four and a half, and they got the doubleheader tomorrow. So luckily for the Yankees, the Rays have a hard schedule and they have a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries. So. I think the Yankees will hold on by the chin of their teeth to win the AL East. They'll probably get they'll get the second bye. If you're a Yankee fan, you hope the Twins win the division and you hope the Twins win their round so you get the Twins because somehow, someway, the Yankees usually take care of the Twins. So being the Twins is not really much an accomplishment. It's being the team that you're supposed to be. Like I feel like the Twins' purpose is designed For the Yankees to beat. So the Yankees need to hold serve. If they go 500 or maybe a game above, they'll win the division. And, you know, they'll be okay. Um, Anthony Rizzo on the IL with headaches. It's not the back, according to Aaron Boone. Luis Severino makes his rehab start tomorrow. Harrison Bader's ramping up his return. So that's good, I guess. Cortez is going to start Thursday, most likely. Um, Stan is day to day with fouling two balls off his foot, so he's currently not on the IL right now. And DJ wasn't wasn't supposed to play today if the game would have been on, but as asking if he's going to play in the doubleheader, we will see. And Michael Cable did bring a good point: you call up um, Peraza from AAA and you only play him two times a day. If you're not going to play him every day. And he's just taking up a roster spot, then you should probably send him down to triple A and it'll get him more at bats. that that's the one thing I'm confused about. Like, if you brought him up and you're gonna play him, then you just then then let ICAV ride the pine. I know he had a home run yesterday, but K Brug brings up a good point. So why are you calling up the kid and you're not playing him? Somebody gotta answer that question.
0: Maybe to do it for the fans? You know. Is it just Dome a bone? Probably. But, that's Make what's sense. wrong with the whole analytics stuff, man. It's just, ugh. But, it is, it is going to ruin his development. He goes from playing every day to he's literally started once. And then he had one other at bat, which ruined his major league debut, div- 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 by the way. They're down 9 nothing in the top of the ninth to two outs. And you're ruined His major league debut. And his first start was the next day. That would have been his major league debut. His first start was not his major league debut. His major league debut was literally ruined. What should have been a special moment. Plus, plus then add insult to injury. He got hurt. But listen, at the end of the day. The Yankees can turn this whole thing around and go undefeated in September and October because they play the first half of their schedule in October, you know, the Rangers series, which which was supposed to start the season, and it didn't. Um, and, and they'd have over 103 wins, but this Yankee team is not, and will not win in 28 this year. So let me ask you a question. Would you rather keep doing what the Yankees are doing and being competitive every year, getting a playoff spot, guaranteeing over 90 games a year, or would you rather be a team, whether it's mediocre or like the Pirates, knowing you're done by July?
1: I mean, I'm a, I'm a bad person to ask this because I'm a Knicks fan, Allen's fan, so I, I dealt with mediocre and being terrible. So I'm kind of going to go with the um, 90 wins and competitive class because, hey, Lightning can strike in the bottom. I mean, hell, the Braves were dead in the water. They were mediocre. They got into the playoffs. They won the World Series. So I'd rather be competitive, make the playoffs, May, may, maybe you, maybe maybe you bounce in the first round, or maybe you catch lightning in a bottle. But I would rather be in the playoffs because you never know what could happen. Probably the Yankees will not win twenty eight, and it's probably safe to assume that they definitely will not win the World Series this year. But as long as you're in, there's always a chance. But I'd rather give myself a chance than just be like awfully knowing what's the point. Because what's the point of watching if you're a fan? Of this that particular team unless you're a baseball fan and a fan of your team where like you know your team stinks but you can watch other teams to enjoy baseball if that's the case then you're good but if you're a fan of a team what's the point of watching we're at the opening day and you have a mother to a really competitive baseball by once we reach the what's with the all-star break your seasons over like there is no point unless there's a plan in place where we're going to suck for five, five, ten years, like what the Astros did, and then we're going to be really good after that. Unless there's a legit plan, I'd rather be competitive, make the playoffs, and take my chances in the
0: playoffs. And on Friday, it is Disney Plus Day, which drops Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. But on Friday, it is also Cobra Kai Day. Season 5 will drop on Netflix. You know, we know how season 4 ended. We know where season 5 is most likely headed. You know, with, with a lot of bad of Cobra Kai. Possibly a lot of gems. You know, possibly a big fight. How hyped and what are your expectations of season 5? for Cobra Kai? Wow!
1: Um, expectations? Going by how season four went, I'm expecting a lot of, like, the trials and tribulations with, with Miguel when he took that bus. I'm expecting a lot of that. I'm expecting a lot of, like, um, a lot of, like, amends between Crease and Johnny Lawrence because if you remember at the end of the season, you know, um, uh, like, you know, he got, he, he got, he got betrayed by Silver, so I'm expecting a lot of, like, uh, i a lot of, like, character growth from, from Kreese. I'm expecting him and Lawrence to be on amends later on, so I'm expecting a lot of, like, character growth, I'm expecting a lot of, like, trip. blaze, I'm also interested in, like, the journey, the journey that, um, the journey that what you would call that oh my god that journey that uh, that Rob, like my like Rob Markdale's character is gonna be taken when he go when he goes all the way up to Japan. So there's a lot of interesting things that I'm gonna be intrigued about for season five. But I know season five is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great, and I'm really excited for it. It's been so long since we've had Cobra Kai, and I'm glad it's dropping this Friday.
0: And just shooting something that I just saw in wool that. For season 6. There are stuff that's. Already been filmed. And whether season 6 is the last one. Or not. Which. That's the hard part in TV shows. Not knowing. When to end it. Not knowing. How. To end it. So. As popular as Cobra Kai would be. What would you rather? Would you rather them go 7, 8, 9, and 6? Or would you rather them end it properly?
1: I want it to be ended properly. I don't want it to be end and just for the sake of ending it. So, I'd say... Once, once you find, like, the, um, once you find the proper end point, then you just go from there. I'd rather have a proper ending. Don't let it feel rushed. Just, I'm not saying go for, like, 25 seasons, but just find a way to throw out the stories. Find a way to, like, make it end on a right note. Cool. That's just me. We do got football coming up, starting this Thursday, with the Buffalo Bills and the L.A. Rams. And Joy Taylor, on her new show, Speak for Yourself, she made an old dad joke making Bills fans. So, Bills fans, if you listen to this podcast, please don't be mad at me, but I gotta bring this joke up because it was funny. And so, Joy Taylor says, oh, do you know are you what the Bills stands for? Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. <laughs> that actually made me laugh. That's Poor Bills great. fans. I'm um, listen. I like don't don't come at me. I'm just a messenger. Go out, Joy Taylor, for making that joke about Bills fans. But if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, listen to this very closely. You guys have a really good team. You are the overwhelming favorites to come out the AFC. So you got expectations. Ooh. You haven't had expectations until the '90s. So take care of your business. Beat the Rams. And let Josh Allen prove that he is that dude. So Josh Allen, it's on you, Bills Mafia. If you want to see a championship in Western New York, it rest on Josh Allen's
0: arm. Listen, listen. James took the time to bring up that joke. Now maybe he didn't invent the joke. Maybe he didn't. Maybe, maybe Joy to- Taylor did say that on her new show that debuted today. Also with the Craig Carden Show. Featuring Jeff Swartz and Cody Decker, by the way. On FS1. Both FS1 properties. But James did take the time to say this cruel joke. He knew it would hurt Bill's Mafia. James knew what he was doing. So, all of you in Bill's Mafia. You should puff out your chest. And you should say, "Damn Rebirth Chaos 09, why would you remind us of our sadness? (coughs) Why would you do that to us? How dare you, James, you stupid little face?
1: They'll come at me, Bill's mafia, yeah. And then, then you also got the Sunday games. You know, first, we're going to talk about the Ravens and the Jets. Robert Siles on the K-Show asking about the fans of Zach Wilson. He says if he passes all of his physical exams and everything, he will start on Sunday. It's the question. Do you start Zach Wilson on Sunday? or do you start Joe Flacco against his former team on
0: Sunday? If you're the Jets, what do you do? You start your boy Joe Flacco. There is no reason to rush Zach Wilson. It is one extra game. By the way, this isn't going to be the game that's going to cost the Jets a playoff spot. They're not making the playoffs. Okay? They're not a good team. Listen, Zach Wilson is potentially your future. He maybe he maybe didn't practice a lot with the first team. He may he maybe didn't do a lot football wise over the past couple of weeks. So you go, Flacco. You go, Joe Flacco. Simple. But what's most important. Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna
1: ask you about your Patriots again. I'm going down early to take out the Dolphins. Do you think going down a few days earlier? Then what normal teams do will help out the Patriots because they always struggle when they go down to Miami.
0: Maybe. I mean, I I don't like it. I think it's I think it's too early. Um, you know, if they would have went up Friday that that would have been cool. You know, if they would have went up Saturday that would have been cool. We're going this early. I mean, it could be more trouble than it's worth. It's a lot of days in Miami now. Maybe some of the players will party more more than they should have being 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 in Miami. So I don't like it. Uh, but listen, Bill is going to turn seventy this year. Okay, he's getting up there. Maybe he's losing a little bit. Um, but he is still a genius. He is still Bill Belichick. But the O-line needs to be there. There has to be defined roles for who's calling the plays, who's special teams, who's defense. And the problem they're going to run into is the quote that Bill said at the end of the day is on him. And that's true. But he can't do everything. Because it's bad enough he's the head coach. It's bad enough he's also the GM. If he's now trying to do everything. If he's trying to have all his hands in a cookie jar. Eventually. Maybe not today. Maybe not Sunday. Eventually. The cookie jar is going to break. Maybe multiple cookie jars are going to break. And that's going to win. The team's going to fall That's when they can go from 11, 10, 12 wins to 6, 7, 8 wins battling for 4th with the New York Jets. So you gotta be careful. Most importantly you know who plays Sunday night. You know who is back on the gridiron for his 23rd NFL season. The greatest person To grace our presence of football. The greatest person to enter the NFL. The great, the GOAT, Tom Edward Patrick Brady. That's right. Him going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Tom Brady. Total yards wise. Without injury. Will eclipse over a hundred thousand yards. Never been done. He is breaking records. And some may say maybe Giselle divorced him. Maybe. But, and it's over him unretiring. But I'll say this Giselle, you knew what you were signing up for, okay? Also, he only retired because of you. Why would you want that? If he truly feels he's not done, you should let him go out on his own terms. He should retire when he wants to retire. Now, it's not fair for his kids. They didn't know what they were signing up for. So, it's not fair for them. You know, one's in high school, one's 12, one's 9. So, but the end's coming soon. This is probably it. Do we know if it's it? I don't know. But this is probably it. Unfinished business. So Tom Brady is going to go and is going to play football. And on his Let's Go podcast, he said he has something to prove. Listen, I'm here to tell you right now. Same stuff what Serena Williams said the other day. He has nothing to prove. He has absolutely, for the rest of his career, he can play the next six seasons. He can lose the next season. Next six seasons. It's all stop padding. He has nothing. He has nothing left to prove. Okay? Whether he wins another Super Bowl. Whether he loses another Super Bowl. Whether he gets MVP. Whether he throws for 70 touchdowns. Whether he throws for average seasons. 2,000 yards here, 2,000 yards there. Now, at that point, he will, he will retire. He's not going to be a has-been. But he has nothing left to prove. He thinks he does. He feels like he needs to show that he can still win. And that's good for him. But Tom Brady, I'm here to tell you right now. You have nothing left to prove. And you put it you put a 10-second teaser about you with the Under Armour video being interviewed by someone. If you look in the video, you see the gray hair. And it's who narrates it? It's clearly Morgan Freeman. If if you're saying anyone but Morgan Freeman, you're trying to be funny. But it's Morgan Freeman. He, him, and James L. Jones. And it's not James Earl Jones because the guy is skinny, and James Earl Jones is a little big. So it's it's Morgan Freeman. <sighs>
1: that this time for you. It's gone. Anyways, Tom Brady, look, it's a 23rd year, we're going to do Tom Brady things. All I ask for you is to go beat the Dallas Cowboys, so that Skip Bayless on this street can go like, I can't even, no, I'm going to go. He's very depressed, so I want all Cowboys fans to be depressed. So, Tom Brady, go do your Tom Brady things. You know, you may or may not win the Super Bowl, that doesn't matter to me. But what matters is, just go, do your thing, who cares? That's not important. What's important to know that you're probably going to be done. You have all, you have Canton's waiting for you in about five, five years when you're, when you're eligible to be inducted. The is waiting for you when you decide to go be a broadcaster or whatever it is you want to do, you know, don't care about your marital problems. That's what you get for wanting to come back. Oh my God. So you kind of deal with it. That's your fault. It's your own fault. No one asked to but you. You're putting, putting poor Giselle to the ringer. So you did
0: this. Huh. You
1: did this. You did this. All of this is your fault, Tom. Everything is your fault. You want to prove that you're this and you're that. You want to. Prove, I'm still Tom Brady. Look at me. I'm good old God of y'all Tom Brady. I got my seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, I'm Tom Brady, and all the Tom Brady sycophants, like the person on the podcast, just eat it up like it's like 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 like, like it's a good old steak dinner. Yeah, make me sick. Wow. I hope Tom Brady lose. I hope he loses,
0: except for the Dallas Cowboys. He
1: can beat the Cowboys. But after that, Tom Brady has
0: a mediocre season. So you know, now we're picking and, and choosing 7. now. Is that what we're doing?
1: You know, if Tom Brady goes maybe 10-7, and, 10 and 7, you know, mediocre, and they get bounced in the wild card round, right? you know, it happens, it happens. You know, I'm not going to lose <laughs> I will. Whatever Tom Brady does, whether he wins the Super Bowl, whether he, whether he has a horrible season, whether he loses in the playoffs, I will sleep comfortably. I don't care. I truly don't care. What? I'm if, not a Tom
0: what, Brady. what? What if he shoves it in your mouth? Twelve plus wins and wins it all. Then what?
1: Did you not hear what I said previous? Whether he wins Super Bowl or not, does not do anything for me. Yeah, he, he 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 can win the Super Bowl this year. That he, does nothing. Quickly on the Giants, look. The Giants are in this weird position. I have a had con- a conversation with a friend of mine. The Giants are going to do something that's going to make me upset. They're not bad enough where they're like the Seahawks or Atlanta, where they can be like, you know, two and two and like fourteen or something like that. the The, the Giants are going to win five to six games. That's going to piss me off, because they're going to be in that 8-9 range, and they're not going to get the quarterback that they want, yeah. and they're going to have to trade all their, their, their assets to get maybe a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, and I'm going to be very upset. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're not bad enough to, be, to have a two-win season, not bad enough to be three wins. They're going to have to win five or six games, and they're going to have an 8-9-10 range. I'm going to be very pissed off. Just like I was pissed off when they didn't get Chase Young, because I was pissed off when they didn't get Justin Herbert, when I was pissed off when they didn't get Josh Allen, they put Saquon Barkley instead. The Giants are going to piss me off, and this is what I hate. And they're going to be a treadmill team. I don't want to be a treadmill team. Like in the NFL, you either you're really good or you're awful. This kid, I'd rather be awful, but they're too good enough to be awful. This is frustrating. I hate it. So now I got to sit here and let the Giants win five or six games, and I got to be upset. This is not fair.
0: Question, why did the Giants not get Chase Young?
1: See, guys, he's bringing this up. He's bringing this up. He's bringing this up because we had a conversation off air that he hopes that Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones have the game of their lives. Guess what.
0: They had the game of their lives. At the expense. Daniel Jones threw for five touchdowns. And Saquon Barkley rushed forward 200 yards that day. And rushed for two touchdowns. It was the best thing of the world. For the Giants to not get Chase Young. I think it builds character. And we like when James is upset. You know what? Hell. I hope the Giants... Live prayer. Never done a live prayer in the pod. God, I would love it if the Giants get seven or eight wins and get a playoff spot. Let them get a pick on their 15 to where even if they traded, they, they wouldn't go past nine. James deserves a good season with a playoff berth and a first-round exit. That's what James deserves. James don't deserve Bryce Young. James don't serve quarterback. He got Daniel Jones. He's good with him. He's good with Daniel Jones. Keep James with Daniel Jones. End prayer. Thank you, George. This is awful. This is this, this is terrible. I,
1: I'm gonna be there. This, this 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 is gonna be a very upsetting season for Giants fans. And look, I know like there are a lot of Giants fans like you know, and even like Giants fans like oh we're gonna get win eight or nine wins. I don't want eight or nine wins. Be awful. Get three wins. But they're not going to get three wins because they're, they're, they're not good enough to get, they're not, good, they're not bad enough to get to be awful. They're not the Seahawks. The Seahawks or the Falcons are going to get either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Stroud. That's what they're going to get. The Giants are probably going to get a, a, an awful quarterback who's not in their level, and they're going to pray that he's Josh Allen. And you're not going to get Josh Allen. And I'm going to be upset, and I'm going to rent and I'm going to complain. This is not fair. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this, man. I don't deserve this. No, this is a full-on rant. The Giants have pissed me off since they last won their Super Bowl. They have been irrelevant since then. I've had to sit here and watch the Giants at all awful season, multiple head coaches, multiple general managers, and I have to sit there every single year and endure this pain and misery that is the Giants football. But you know what? I'm going to be numb to it that's what the Giants are going to do, they're going to do Giants things. What can go wrong, will go wrong. Just like the Giants, just like the Knicks, just like the Islanders, every shred of happiness, I don't get. They either disappoint me in the regular season, or they break my heart in the postseason. I'm just going to be numb and expect nothing. Because they're worth nothing.
0: How funny would it be if the, the Giants get that eighth or seventh pick, and a good quarterback's available, but they go running back. How mad would you be?
1: That that next recording will be epic for you. Because I would probably lose my crap. I would lose my insanity if the Giants passed on a quarterback. Like like for instance, like this quarterback from Florida who made a nice juke and play and juke the guy out of his shoes that made a nice touchdown pass and the corner town Brown, his he's his name is Richardson from Florida. He's gonna be like an athletic big Ben.
0: Anthony Richardson, that's right. Formerly known as AR fifteen, which he dropped after all the school shootings. But Anthony Richardson, this kid, I'm telling you, he has goods. He should even get some Heisman nods. And if I'm if I'm being honest, I don't watch a lot of college, but I watch tape on Anthony Richardson. I'm here to tell you right now, he's better than Bryce Young.
1: And you know what the sad part is? The Giants won't even get him. The Giants won't get him. And that's what's gonna make me upset.
0: Last question. Like, Last question. Every time the Giants get a win this year, will you show will you show your anger on tweets? See,
1: I'm a very reserved person, so you'll probably see more you'll see it in get more. You'll just see a Giants win in get form. Every win that the Giants get is going to be upsetting. And unfortunately, with their schedule, they are a winnable game. I'm not saying they will win, but they're a winnable game. Carolina's a winnable game.
0: The, the Bears the, the are a winnable game. The Seahawks are a winnable game. What if game. The they Testo go rogue Hulk and it? just win 10 plus games? How pissed will you be? No, eat? no, 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 don't say that. Don't, 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 don't Because don't, don't, 10 plus don't say wins will we'll definitely put them on their 18 picks.
1: They, they, they're not good enough to get 10 plus wins. If, like I said, if they get 5 or 6 wins, they're going to be in that 8 9 range. I'm going to be very upset
0: What if they get 8 plus?
1: Then if they get 8 plus wins, then they're going to be in that 13 14 ish range. But if they make the playoffs, they're going to be in that 19 20 range. And I don't want that.
0: Like, what if that I, be something? Be you you they're and Justin panic? You and Justin Pennick deserve a Giants playoff berth. You guys don't want Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young. You don't want that. You want a playoff spot to try to win a Super Bowl. Ain't that what you want? Speaking of Justin Pennick, he did told me that the Giants are going
1: to win nine games. I'm going to be there. And I told Justin, if they win nine games, I'm going to be very angry at you.
0: Justin Pennick, you are the man. they They
1: better not. They better not. They, they, they're not good enough to win nine. But Justin, you, listen, Justin. I hope you're listening, and I hope you get tagged in this. They, they are not good enough to win nine games. They better not win nine games. If they win nine games, then they're not going to get. They're not going to get C.J. Stroud. They're definitely not going to get Bryce Young. They're not going to get Richardson. They're not even. They're not even going to get any good quarterback. And I'm going to be very angry. They cannot win. They cannot win nine games. They, they, they
0: can't. It can't happen. Cannot happen. They will not win nine. games. And I hope they don't. Listen, right? And, and this is just me throwing it out there. If the Giants win nine games, at least nine games, will will you give money to Justin's charity of t- choice? Yes. That I would. I'm a man of my word. Awesome. Awesome. If the Giants,
1: if the Giants win. Between 8 and 9 wins, like he said, between 8 and 9 wins, I will donate money to the charity of his choice. Because at least my anger can be towards something positive that's helping people that need it more.
0: We like it. And here I thought Giant Talk would be boring, but this was actually fun. Almost hearing James pop a blood vessel. We like that.
1: It just goes to show you that ever since the Giants won their last Super Bowl... For the past ten years, it's been very hard to see any of my teams win anything. I've had heartbreak and I've had playoff disappointments, and I've had a flash in the pan when the Knicks had like two good seasons in that time span. So I'd rather the Giants just, you know, suck, rebuild, and then be a consistent playoff team. But we will see how this season goes. it's gonna be very interesting. We we like off off the pod, I will tell Nick about the conditions of the football bet this year,
0: and I'll tell you this, it will be intriguing, and I'll leave it at that.